When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and California dreamer. I'm also a big fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day, I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so... Don't leave too soon, I'm gonna teach you stuff, no it won't be tough, gonna go a year till you've had enough, it's 365. Today, in 1848, gold was discovered at Sutter's Mill, Coloma, in California, by James W. Marshall, and it began the infamous gold rush. But let's reverse and figure out the specifics of how it all began. James Wilson Marshall was a carpenter from New Jersey. He was in California to build a water-powered sawmill for John Sutter, who was a developer who had founded a colony that would later become the city of Sacramento. While working one day, he found flakes of gold in the American River at the base of the Sierra Nevada mountains. He and his fellow workers ran some makeshift tests to determine if it was really real gold. They hammered it in to thin sheets and cooked it in boiling lye, a chemical used for disinfection, to clean it. Then they tested it with nitric acid. To confirm its density, Marshall later recalled the discovery. It made my heart thump, for I was certain it was gold. Just days after his discovery, the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo was signed. The Mexican-American War ended and California was officially a U.S. territory. It was a fortuitous coincidence for all the Americans who would then travel west to a territory rife with gold. Meanwhile, Marshall and Sutter tried to keep the gold nuggets a secret to avoid people rushing for the gold— It didn't work, but people heard about them quickly regardless, and by March, newspapers were reporting that there was gold aplenty to be found in California. At first, people didn't believe the hype, but locals, as they do, stoked the fire with just a dash of hype. Like when a shopkeeper ran through town showing off a vial of gold he'd found in the creek. By June, three-quarters of the men in nearby San Francisco had left to search for gold, and other Americans were not far behind. Thousands of prospective miners fled to the West Coast in hopes of finding gold of their own and striking it rich. It wasn't just fellow Americans who went to California, though. People boated in from Hawaii, then known as the Sandwich Islands, Chile, Peru, and China. It wasn't until December 1848 that East Coasters started flooding in, and after President James Polk announced a report made by Colonel Richard Mason that the gold was real and plentiful. Mason's report cited two miners on Weber Creek who had found $17,000 worth of gold in just one week. I wish I could find that much gold in just a week. Throughout 1849, men from all around the United States and the world rushed to California to get in on the gold. The wives they left behind took on ranges of responsibilities that were normally reserved for men, running businesses or farms. The men who went to California became known as the 49ers, You might recognize the name from a certain famous football team. Yep, that's where the San Francisco football team got the name. By the end of 1849, the non-native population of California had ballooned to 100,000 people, while before 1848, it had just been less than 1,000. 
Gold mining towns had been constructed all over to accommodate the new residents, with everything from shopping to saloons and brothels. The mining towns became overcrowded and loud, and without law enforcement and government, they were rife with gambling and violence. The mining towns had names to match their notorious reputations, like Hangtown, Sucker Flat, and Murderer's Bar. After 1850, the surface gold in California was pretty much gone. That's when the men turned to gold mining, which was a perilous endeavor. The gold underground was now very difficult to reach, and miners began to move into labor-based jobs because there was less gold to go around. Many men suffered malnutrition and got sick, and some died, both of disease and from mining accidents. The miners themselves weren't the only people who were hurt in the gold rush. A major and often overlooked tragedy of the time is the 120,000 Native Americans who died during the time period. They died from a variety of causes—disease, starvation, and even murder—by the miners. It was a tragedy that exemplifies the greediness of American settlers who were desperate to gain money and treasure at any cost, including human life. The gold rush ended up peaking in 1852, though it continued throughout the decade with less and less success— in 1852, $81 million worth of gold was extracted from the ground. It lessened as the gold became harder to find, but still, on average, $45 million per year were extracted until 1857. California was still an immensely popular state, even without gold to buy people to move there. By 1860, the state's population was 380,000 people. The gold rush was one of the events that shaped how the United States grew in the 19th century. First off, it sped up California's admission process as the 31st state. California applied to the Union in 1849 with a constitution that barred slavery. The gold helped the U.S. economy grow towards a boom that propelled it towards its success in the following century. If only there were a second gold rush right now. And now for today's music fact. Today, in 2020, Tiny Meat Gang released their single, Broke Bitch. Tiny Meat Gang, or TMG, is a rapping and comedy duo from Canada. Members Cody and Noel started vlogging in 2016, and the name came from a reaction song to Jake Paul's It's Every Day, Bro. Though their original songs were pulled from digital platforms, they maintain a cult following for their haphazard and hilarious lyrics. Cody and Noel also started an extremely well-known podcast that I even personally listen to. I've been following Cody Co. for a very long time. I was one of his followers on Vine when Vine was around and really kicking it in the age of social media. I also watch their YouTube pretty religiously. <laughs> I'm like a big fan of Tiny Meat Gang and what they do. I just think that they're hilarious as a duo and I really enjoy their dynamic. My brother and I even watch their videos together on the couch when we're eating breakfast or something like that. It's just like both of them are hilarious. I remember I played a practice show in Berkeley, California at one point, uh, speaking of the gold rush and being in California. And I went to the venue that I was practicing a, a set at before I went on tour for the Plum Blossom tour. And I saw on the like marquee, which is where you do, you know, they list the artist name of whoever's performing there. And the next day, Tiny Meat Gang was performing at that venue. And I remember being so stoked and so sad that I didn't even get the chance to get tickets because I think they're hilarious. And now for our final segment of the day, I'll be going into my own photo archive to see what I was up to on a January 24th in my life. <laughs> okay, wait. I have an image here saved on my phone from January 24th, 2012. <laughs> This is going to be, this is really funny. I didn't expect this to be as full circle as it's going to be. But I have a photo here saved from, oh God, at this point, what's the math? Nine years ago 
of the Jonas Brothers, but not just the Jonas Brothers as you know them, Nick, Joe, and Kevin. In this photo is a fourth Jonas Brother who we all probably know and love at this point, Frankie Jonas. And Frankie Jonas at the time was lovingly referred to as the bonus Jonas because he was younger than his brothers and wasn't a part of the Jonas Brothers and the band, although he is a Jonas Brother. Uh, Frankie and I are now TikTok mutuals. <laughs> and I didn't realize that we were the same age. So that is a really funny coincidence. And he's also in the New York area. Um, little did I know when I saved that photo because I thought it was funny that there was a bonus Jonas. I would become mutuals with the bonus Jonas nine years later. <laughs> and he listens to my music. Um, it, it's a very crazy, crazy world out there. Thanks so much for listening. I will see you tomorrow. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow at 365 Days MXM Tune on your preferred social media platforms. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough.